I do a weekend reflection, like a, just a conscious time to look at, you know, what, what made me strong this week? What did I love about this week? What did I learn from this week? And just being conscious with my thoughts and my feelings and understanding what actions I took and what results I got from those actions. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigby. I'm a business and leadership coach and entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of two teenagers and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize the human potential by helping you unlock what's unique in all of us and design a big life that leaves you whole, grounded, and complete. Welcome to Three Uniques. Good morning, friends. Hope everyone's doing well. It's Monday. I had planned to do an Instagram Live probably about half an hour ago. And you know what? I was just feeling feeling all the feels yesterday. I was feeling really tired. I just got back from spring break uh, with my kids in Toronto and then had a full weekend of uh, driving my daughter around for volleyball tournaments and I just felt really tired. So this morning I took a little bit of an easy break, um, poured myself a nice cup of tea, and now I'm jumping on Instagram Live. So if you haven't tuned in recently, I've been talking a lot about... Uh, our body, our brain, um, working on getting unstuck. So you can go back into a couple of my post feeds and you can see other Instagram lives that I've done over the last few days, all in an effort to really just sort of talk more intentionally about how to align to our purpose and our goals. Because I think there's one thing, like in my experience of learning how to develop goals for business, for relationships, for my life, there's always been sort of this transactional element of like just create a goal and it'll just happen or you know get to work and do hard work. And yet there are other tools that I've now learned, older, older wiser, uh, that are more effective in helping me understand how to get goals accomplished. So one of the things I'm gonna talk about today is partnering with our nervous system. And when we understand how our nervous system works, uh, we can use it to our advantage when we are trying to accomplish goals or launch a business or develop a new relationship with somebody, understanding how we show up and how we can be more effective in our goal setting, as well as the mobilization or the execution of that goal. So to familiarize yourself with me, I'm Brenda Rigney. I'm a business and leadership coach. I work specifically with leaders. Hey, thanks for joining. I work specifically with leaders that are inside organizations that are taking on strategies, teams, big goals this year, and want to work with a coach and get aligned around how they can actually see more effectiveness in getting their goals operationalized. And then I also work with entrepreneurs that are launching their business as well as scaling up their business. So I have a few entrepreneurs that are you know, launching their business this year for the first time, generating some revenue right now, and it's fabulous and they're really excited, but want to obviously see more exponential growth and what's sort of the, the way that they want to work in their business. Hey, thanks for joining. Glad to see you here. Yeah, I'm talking about how to partner with our nervous system. So it's not just about you know creating goals and strategies for our business anymore, or, oh, I've got to hire five people for my team and go do that transactional work. But to really increase our effectiveness as a leader, as an entrepreneur, it's understanding how the whole system, our whole body works. So at times I'll talk about how to partner with our brain, um, how to partner with our business, how to partner with our nervous system, how to partner with our best clients, um, you know, those clients that we love working with or those employees that we love working with that are just like doing such a fabulous job. How do we up level ourselves to make sure that we're not 
and I've always said this, like not catering to sort of like the lowest common denominator or when I'm not feeling great about my business or my relationships that I focus in on the not so great part and then I build strategies from that. We need to do the work. We need to understand the blocks and the limiting beliefs that our brain is generating um, just based off of past memories, past traumas, past experiences that we have to make a choice to see whether or not they're serving us today and whether or not they'll serve us for tomorrow. So this morning I'm talking about partnering with our nervous system. And there's a couple of things that I always want to suggest to people is to, in order for us to partner with our nervous system, we need to understand how it, you know, functionally operates. So quick little brain science, um, facts for you is that our brain is made up into three sections. Really? Um, we've got, uh, the hindbrain or sometimes it's referred to as the reptilian brain, but basically it's our, you know, operating system, part of our brain, which is at the very back and it connects to our vagus nerve. So it's right at the, you know, the back part of, um, the skull and connecting in with the vagus nerve that runs through our spine and down into all the visceral organs that we have. And I'll explain how that vagus nerve works in a few minutes. And then the middle section of the brain consists mainly of a muscle tissue called the amygdala. And when the amygdala gets triggered through, again, a past memory experience, um, something that's happened to us now, but it's based off of something that's maybe happened to us and we're recurring from the past, it will get activated. And what it'll do is it'll cover over the front part, so the third section of our brain, which is the prefrontal cortex. And that's where all the imagination, the creativity, um, the uh, you know positive emotions really kind of get omitted from, or not omitted, but like emitted, um, radiated from. And so when the amygdala gets triggered from something that the hindbrain is detecting, it's like a muscle tissue that covers over the cortex. And I think there's some science research that I've read that at minimum it'll cover over for 20 minutes. Sometimes it will cover over longer, depending on sort of what that reaction or response trigger is. But at minimum, your prefrontal cortex, so it's almost like you go offline for 20 minutes. Like your body's functioning, it's still pumping blood, it's still breathing oxygen and doing all of it's supposed to be doing. That's the hindbrain working, right? That's our central operating system. But this prefrontal cortex that comes up with all this like strategy and imagination and creativity and gusto and all that sort of stuff that we want to put into our business and into our leadership gets cut off for a minimum of 20 minutes. And there is scientific research to say that if you are more aware of how your brain operates and how your nervous system operates, that you can actually reduce that 20 minutes um, through some mindfulness practices. So we'll talk about those this morning that you can start putting in place and know that even if you're doing it for one minute a day or 20 minutes a day, it's making an impact. I'll just say that because sometimes people will start meditation and they're like, I don't know if it's working. I don't know if it's for me. And yet I'll tell you that it's working. So even if you do it for a minute or it's inconsistent, you do it for two days a week for five minutes, it's working. It's all building up towards cultivating that richness of the brain. So a couple things again, is just understanding how the brain is sort of set up into those sort of three sections and kind of how it, it functions, right? And knowing that that hind brain, unless that gun goes completely offline, which means that you're obviously on some type of uh, medical device or not fully functioning on the planet anymore, is that hindbrain will always be operating, right? It's always going to be making sure that we're breathing and um, the, bod the body's digesting food and all those other things. And it's connected again to the vagus nerve, which is a, one of the longest nerves that we have in our nervous system that connects down the spine into all of our visceral organs. So all this stuff in here, the lungs, the intestines, the stomach, like all that stuff to make it work, right? To keep it working. 
And within the nervous system, there's really two main tracks that you need to be aware of. There's the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is usually the first reaction in the vagus nerve. So when the vagus nerve gets triggered through the hindbrain, again, recalling a situation that seems similar to what we're confronted with today, it will activate the vagus nerve, which then activates the sympathetic nervous system, which causes a high stressor point, like a hyper arousal point. And we'll talk a little bit more about sort of things to sort of watch out for in that situation. Through some type of calming, some type of rationalization, again, the amygdala may be muscle releasing on our cortex, the sympathetic, the, sorry, the parasympathetic nervous system then starts to take over, which is like where you have a little bit more rational thought, a little bit more calmness, tenderness sort of takes over. But usually the sympathetic nervous system is hyper arousal and the parasympathetic nervous system can be more calm, relaxed or hypo arousal system. So just understanding that, you know, there's, there's different ways that our nervous system works. And again, how does this tie into business and leadership? Well, we're in the business of relationships with people. So if we understand how we operate, we'll have a better chance of understanding how other people operate. And when we're in that sort of situation of a reaction, say around our business, like, I don't know, sales didn't come in today or a project didn't get completed, instead of, you know, following up and causing even more trauma for maybe that person because maybe that person who didn't get the project done on time for you is already sweating it enough their nervous system is being accelerated is in that hyper arousal state you coming in to say where's the project doesn't necessarily get them into that calm reflective state where they can actually respond to you from their cortex right from that prefrontal cortex where they can be in creative mode and imagination so like okay yeah i didn't get it done but here's how i can get it done that's going to come from here Instead, what ends up getting activated is the hindbrain where it's like, whoa, mayday, mayday. Uh, I don't know how to respond. I'm just going to contract. I'm going to uh, turtle in and protect myself, right? Because there's a threat coming my way. Even though you might say, oh, I'm just your leader. I'm not a threat. It's like, well, you could be a threat based off of how the body operates. So you understanding how your brain and nervous system operates will make more effective relationships that you want to have with your team, with your clients, with your vendors, in your business. So a couple things too is understanding how the brain works, which we just kind of talked about really quickly. Um, there's a lot of research on this and there's some really great um, resources. So I'll drop some in the notes in the caption. So after this uh, Instagram live, you can always go back and uh, check those out. So I always want to say to people, notice, right? Like the way that we want to partner with our nervous system is we want to notice how it works. First of all, we want to get maybe a little bit of theory, like I just shared with you, but context about how it operates. But in the moment when it's being triggered, when it's being heightened, um, you're not going to remember that podcast or that Instagram live with Brenda and, and talking about the nervous system. It's going to be like, whatever. Um, I'm feeling angry right now. I'm feeling frustrated. So notice whenever you can. I always sort of take this opportunity to do this either daily or at minimum weekly. So Friday, I always recommend to my clients, bookend your week. You have your sort of morning, Monday morning reflection time. And then Friday, usually mine is around two o'clock. I do a weekend reflection, like a, just a conscious time to look at, you know, what, what made me strong this week? What did I love about this week? What did I learn from this week? And just being conscious with my thoughts and my feelings and understanding what actions I took and what results I got from those actions. 
So just even bookending your week, Friday, two o'clock. I always do Friday, two o'clock, because if there's something that comes up through those thoughts, I still have time to maybe contact some people. Like maybe I need to get in touch with my web designer or I need to get back to a client on something. I'm not emailing them at five o'clock on a Friday. I'm emailing them at two o'clock on the Friday. So they also have a little bit of a window to look at it maybe before the weekend. Um, or just know that they can look at it early next week, right? And put it into their calendar. So I never want to bombard people. Yeah, bookending is awesome. I always talk about bookending. Like just, you know, whatever happens during the week can sometimes go awry. Like you can have the best of plans, but always make sure you bookend your week with Monday morning. Like just, I don't schedule anything. Like I have my Instagram live this morning, but I'm not scheduling client calls. I'm not doing anything with my team from eight until 12. It's just my time to look at my week, look at the next week, reflect on the quarter. It's just, it's me to like observe my business, right? And be in my business and then look at it from a planning standpoint. And then Friday, two o'clock, I always have my end of week reflection time. Um, I'm either taking a ferry to go visit my boyfriend who lives on Vancouver Island um, so it's a great time for me to sit on the ferry and just reflect. Um, so again, notice that's a key thing. So understanding a little bit about theory around how our nervous system works. And then the second point is notice it working, right? So notice the thoughts that are coming up for you. Notice the feelings that are being generated from the thoughts. Like I'm thinking X and so therefore I'm feeling it somewhere in my body. Uh, thanks. That's my book ending times. I just didn't know. There was a name for it. Yeah. I don't know. I just sort of look at it. It's like books on you know, a shelf and bookend. Nobody really uses books ends anymore so because everyone's doing digital books and online books, but old fashioned, you'd have a bookend, right? Keeps it all together. Otherwise, if they don't have them, it kind of falls apart on the week. That's how I sort of uh, look at it. So again, notice thoughts that are coming up for you. Uh, thoughts that are generative, contributing thoughts, uh, positive thoughts. Uh, welcoming thoughts and also notice the thoughts that are detracting you, right? The disassociating, the uh, negative thoughts that could be coming up and don't push those aside. That's why I always say to people like, okay, so you've got a goal, you've got a strategy that you want to work on in your business. You've got a project that you want to go forward with. What are the blocks or the limiting beliefs that are coming up for you? We've got to, we got to tackle those. If you just you know, have this sort of positive vibe mentality. I'm not against that, but it ends up sort of, what's the best way to say, kind of gaslighting or just like, you know, surfacing your project. I think the reality is, is that we all have negative thoughts. That's how our brain is programmed. It's programmed that way to protect us, to be always on guard, watching out for that saber toothed tiger that's gonna come into the cave. We're primates at the core. So whether we're a deer in the forest waiting for a bear to attack us, um, or a mountain lion to attack us, like we um, will be on guard. That's just how our brain operates. So better to just dive in there and understand what those limiting beliefs and blocks are than to go ahead and start a project or a strategy in your business and just be like, oh yeah, it's all gonna work out. Uh, and not to be like the doomsday person, but to do both, right? To have the positive energy and to do what you need to, to do to fortify that, but then also recognize what those negative thoughts are. Sorry, you may have heard my dog burp. She likes to come up to me while I'm on Zoom calls or Instagram lives and look at me and then burp <laughs> just to tell me what's going on. Hi friends, it's Brenda here. I hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the Three Uniques podcast. I wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about Aligned AF. Aligned AF is my 12 month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life 
ready to step into their three uniques, and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional, values-driven life that aligns all domains, professional, personal, health, wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. So from the thoughts, notice the feelings that are coming up. Again, where do those feelings register in your body? Your body, like we often, you know, use our brain to function, but our whole body is also emitting energy, um, triggers, sensations, tune into those. So even right now, while we're on this Instagram live, notice, like, is there a constriction, a tightening in your body? Like I'm noticing a little bit of a twinge there in my wrist um, because I was doing some weight workout yesterday. Maybe I need to stretch my wrist a little bit more but I notice things in my body. Um, sometimes those feelings are generated from a thought. And so I, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention to it. Like, Oh, my neck is a little tense. Like that could be because I slept funny on my pillow last night. It could also be like, maybe I have a thought about X and I'm still thinking about it. And now it's locking into my body. So I'm always like tuning into those feelings in my body. Hey, thanks for joining. We're just talking a little bit today about partnering with the nervous system. So the first thing I talked about is just understanding a little bit of the theory, the science behind how our brain and our nervous system works. So you can always go back and um, watch this recording afterwards. I'll have it up later today. And then the second thing is noticing uh, how our nervous system is operating. So we first notice it in our thoughts, then we notice it in our feelings, like those feelings that actually show up in our body. And then what actions are we taking as a result of those thoughts and feelings? So because I'm thinking this way and I'm feeling this way and it's evidence is showing up in my body, I'm now acting, I'm taking certain actions or an action could also be inaction. Maybe I'm not doing anything, right? I'm just like, you know, pushing away, I'm withdrawing. That's an action. It might not be necessarily the most desired action, but it could be what's required at that point in time. If you're in a conflicting situation and you're with somebody that's argumentative and not listening to you, maybe the best thing for you and your nervous system is to withdraw. Um, and then, you know, go back, think, and now get recommitted to like going back into that conversation. But you gotta protect your nervous system. And oftentimes we don't do that or in business, we're taught to just stay in the room. We gotta work it through. And it's just like, maybe not. Maybe we need to say, hey, you know what? I need to call a timeout. I need to go for a walk. I need to get some fresh air. I need to recharge my nervous system. I'm like, you know, at the very end, I can feel the nerve fibers like actually disintegrating as I'm standing here being bombarded by this conflict. And I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you at two o'clock when I've got, you know, more of a refreshed perspective on what we need to tackle here. 
So notice the actions that you're taking and are they in line with your purpose, your values and what you stand for? And then what results are you getting? So the four things that you're noticing, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and then your results. So you're getting results from your actions. Again, are they the desired results that you want? The, the test for you to see whether or not they're the desired results is your purpose. Is your purpose statement about what you are here on the planet to do. We are all here as human beings consuming every single day. We consume uh, elements of the environment. We consume food, vegetables. We consume knowledge, um, resources, etc. What are we doing to generate? We're here to serve and connect and give back as well as receive. So what are we here intentionally to do on the planet? Everyone should have a purpose statement. If you don't, that's okay. That's what I am here to do. Also, my, here, my, my purpose is here to maximize the human potential and help people get aligned to their purpose in all areas of their life. So if you're getting results and they're not feeling good, they're not landing with you, and again, feeling in your body is not saying that this is something that's um, good for me or the thoughts that are being generated, I'm not really liking the results that I'm getting, connect those results back to your purpose. And if they're in line with your purpose, maybe there's just something there in your actions, your thoughts, your um, your feelings, again, a block that's now allowing you to celebrate the results you're getting. Or the results are not in line with your purpose and maybe you're taking actions, you're working on goals that are not aligned to your purpose and that's where there's this rub or inconsistency. The third thing, so again, just to recount, uh, when we're partnering with our nervous system, we need to understand a little bit about the science. So go back and listen to that um, in the recording from today. The second thing is we want to notice our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our results that are happening around us, right? And then, then we can actually see our nervous system working for us. And then the third thing is understanding the responses or reactions that our nervous system is generating. So that when we are in that noticing phase of thoughts, feelings, actions, results, we can pinpoint, okay, yeah, I'm in this type of reaction. These are some examples of how it's showing up for me. And these are some ways that I can actually decide whether I want to stay in that type of reaction or move to something that's more calm, regulated, resonant with my purpose and how I want to show up in the world. So what I mean by reactions or responses is that, again, coming from the hindbrain, and as primates, we are all conditioned, right? We are all built the same way to have these sort of four type of responses. They are fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. And somewhere in there, I've also heard another coach talk about blame, but I'm not gonna get into that one today, otherwise it's gonna take too long. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick to those four. Fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. So what does fight look like? Well, this is when, um, you know, again, we are having a trigger or response. Someone has said something to us. We've seen something. We've witnessed something. And now we're feeling angry. Could be feeling like fearful, terrified. Um, and, you know, something is like feeling like it's blowing up. Blowing up inside us, blowing up around us. And let's just say the last couple of years for most people on the planet has been in a, uh, a highly reactive um, fight, you know, flight, freeze, or fawn response. But fight is specifically around anger, fearful, being terrified, you know, that feeling of like sort of something's blowing up, it's out of control. Uh, how this could be showing up in your behavior or your actions. So again, when you're noticing your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your results, it could be picking fights, could be yelling at people, um, could be trying to control others, could be like, you know, slamming things down or throwing things, slamming doors. That used to be my 
my mode of operation when I was a teenager with my parents, slamming doors hard as I can. Maybe I could break the door frame. <laughs> it was a competition. Um, how this also shows up sometimes in our body, like in those body reactions is, you know, racing heart, that adrenaline rush that's coming over us and almost like your body's feeling like an instant attack, right? An instant attack to the nervous system. So it's going to fight and push back. Um, some remedies or things that you could be doing to reset your nervous system. So re recognizing that, as I was saying to you earlier, our nervous system is sort of divided up into two areas, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So our sympathetic nervous system is hyper arousal. It is in fight right now. You need to reset it. It's not naturally drifting over to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is calm, resonant, um, associated, right? And so in order to reset it, you may need to do something, I don't wanna say drastic, but just something that really um, wears you down physically um, and resets you. So that could be a cold plunge. A lot of people are doing cold plunges now. There's Ice Hoffman, you can follow him on Instagram. He's from Sweden, somewhere in the Nordic countries, um, Scandinavian countries, but he talks about the benefits of cold plunges on our brain and our nervous system and helping us reset quickly. Lifting weights. Um, because again, like your, you know, lifting weights can be good from a strength toning standpoint, but it also helps regulate our nervous system. Doing a shake dance, you know, putting on some music and shaking the body, right? Just like shifting it immediately. Um, my favorite is sometimes I love to just turn up the music loud in my car and sing really loud, almost to the point where I'm screaming at the, <laughs> at the, at the band or the singer that I'm listening to. And, uh, not something that I definitely want to have recorded or have other like small children or pets around me, but, uh, it's a great way to kind of get that, that fight reaction out of your system to a point where it's like, okay, I got it out and now can I reset? So flight is our second one that we wanna pay attention to. So flight shows up in anxiousness, worry, avoidance, overthinking, like ruminating, right? The spiraling thoughts. Um, it could show up in our behaviors or our actions as in like we could be ghosting people or ghosting things like just avoiding, right? Procrastinating, um, allowing distractions to come in versus doing that project work or responding to our emails. Just leaving altogether, uh, avoiding conflict and withdrawing. And then physically how this shows up in our body, right? So we wanna be able to pay attention to it because it may not, like it's not gonna necessarily, our brain's not gonna say, oh, Brenda, you're in flight mode. This is what you need to do. It's gonna show up in our body sometimes. And so recognizing those body sensations. So what could it be is like intense sensations, like just like, you know, immediate pain of something. Um, and then numbness could also be there where it's just like, you're just like, oh, just feeling numb about things. So again, some remedies that you could take that might help reset you and get you back in line. Deep belly breaths, so not just like short in and out, but breathing in. And we wanna try and, I mean, whatever's comfortable for you when it comes to breathing. I've got some other past sessions around breathing. You can breathe in through the mouth and out through the nose, but to truly get that deep breath in, like really just like, you know, clear out all the gunk in there, breathe in through the nose, hold for one, two, three, four, whatever feels comfortable, and then breathe out through the nose. Doing a power walk and just getting that, you know, that oxygen in. I always love breathing and being outside. I always find that the most effective. Um, doing another shape dance again, right? Like just vitalized um, the body. And then practice grounding techniques. So I actually have a couple meditations on my YouTube channel. You can check out the link in my bio, it'll take you to YouTube. And I encourage you to 
uh, use those. So meditation is a great way to ground and just get into that regular discipline. So some of these remedies I'm talking to you about when you're in reaction, but you can also do these as your strategy plan, your self-care, your nervous system partnering plan, uh, and just have them scheduled in throughout the week, right? So we talked about bookending before. Well, how are you also scheduling times to do a cold plunge or to lift weights? Or you want, know I'm gonna do a shake dance for five minutes in between these two Zoom calls. And I'm gonna tell someone I'm gonna have to jump off early or come late because I need to do my shake dance, whatever that is. And then the third uh, way that our nervous system will react when it's being triggered is freeze. So this is where it's like our body shuts down, we are completely disassociated, we could be zoning out and feeling even a little spacey. Um, and that's fine, right? This is just our nervous system giving us cues on what it's sensing. And if we don't listen to it, this is when it's like, you know, again, I was talking about how sometimes stressors like, you know, reside in different areas of our body. Like for me, it's my jaw and my neck, right? But over time, that just continues to create more um, health problems, more illness, right? So if we want to, like our nervous system is telling us these signs like, hey, Brenda, take care. These are some things that are obviously bothering you. And if you're not noticing your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and the results that you're generating over time, this starts wearing on your body. Your body can only absorb so much pain, right? It's programmed to do a lot, but it's also giving you signs to say, back away. This is like you know, this fire is hot, this water's too cold, whatever it is, like, pay attention. So again, freeze is shutting down, being disassociated, zoning out, feeling a little spacey. How this shows up sometimes in your behaviors or your actions is like, you might be feeling like you have a bit of like a mental fog or a brain fog, like you just can't focus. You're trying to do some work, but it just like, you know, you just can't get to it. It's just not connecting. Um, maybe you're struggling with making decisions. Door number one, door number two, not too sure. Um, feeling a bit like a couch potato, maybe surfing Netflix a little bit too much. It's like, wow, it's been four hours and I've been sitting here watching this show. Um, and just a general lack of motivation. So that could be showing up in your actions or your behaviors. How it might be connecting into your body is you're not connected to your body. You're not really paying attention to things. You're just kind of in this freeze, coasting, hopefully nobody notices mode. Um, and maybe you're not feeling anything. Like you're not really paying attention to those aches, those you know constrictions, that tightness. So once you start paying attention to it, lean into it, you know, where's that feeling showing up for my body? What are the thoughts that I'm having that could be generating that feeling? The fourth reaction or response um, that our nervous system could be giving us is around fawn. So this is around like sort of feeling like apathy or overwhelm, or it could even be like we're in just like sort of this rooted followership, a codependency, like I can't make a decision, so I'm just gonna follow whatever Sally's saying or what Bob is saying. And while like we follow people, right? That's sometimes in business, we have leaders and we have um, people that follow. Leader direction, nothing wrong with that. But if we get too codependent, we're not making decisions for ourselves. We could be in a reaction of fawn, right? So apathy, overwhelm, and just sort of that codependency pattern. How this could be showing up in our behaviors is we're disconnecting um, from our own needs, right? So when I talked earlier about our purpose, our values, our vision, our goals, we have needs, we have wants, we have desires, we have dreams. If you're feeling like you're disconnected from those and you're not doing those things in your day-to-day, -day, you could be in, uh, your nervous system could be reacting in a fawn response. Uh, lack of self, 
no boundaries, right? So people are saying to you, hey, Brenda, you need to be able to do this today. It's like, oh, okay, sure. So allowing these things to kind of like, or scope creep, as I call it sometimes, where it's like the scope of a project just creeps, right? It just, you know, like it just wanders and you've got all these executives coming in and telling their like 31 flavors that they want to see from this project. And it's like, okay, now we've got scope creep. We have no boundaries. We're totally deviating away from the purpose, the values, the vision, the goals of this project. We need to get aligned, right? So we could be in a little bit of a fawn response. And then how this shows up in our body, we could feel some elements of anxiety um, because we're disconnected, right? So it's like, oh, here's my purpose. Here's my vision. They're over here. Yet I'm doing all this stuff over here. I'm saying yes to all these things. When I want to be saying yes to this stuff over here, it's going to create some anxiety, right? It's going to create some pressure. Some, you know, this is where, again, the rub or the compression is going to start to happen because it's like, here's my purpose and my intentions of what I want to do. Yet I'm not saying yes to that. I'm saying yes to the stuff over here that I don't want to do that other people want me to do, but they're not in line with my purpose. So we need to get that alignment. We need to get clarity um, and get intentional around what our purpose is. And then we can use that to filter out, okay, what are the things I'm saying yes to? What are the things I should be saying no to? Um, and it could also show up in intense sensations, right? So again, we've been packing down our purpose, not shining light on it. Um, it's sitting there, it's brewing, and we're feeling this level of anxiousness or anxiety. So now what's happening is we're feeling that pain, that intense sensation in our body, right? Because we've been packing it down. So some ways that we can also work through fawn if we're in fawn is practice setting boundaries. I have a workshop. I often teach it uh, in live standalone sessions, but I also uh, take it through with uh, clients that sign up for me, excuse me, in longer coaching engagements. So Practicing uh, setting boundaries is really an effective way of getting out of that fawn response. And then, you know, shaking the body, cold plunges, like all the things that I've been talking about before. You know, having a mindfulness practice routine is going to be essential, not only when you're in that response and reaction to your nervous system, but just having it scheduled throughout your week. So some learnings that I think popped up for everybody was around bookending, but I would also say throughout the week, make sure that you're scheduling those intentional mindfulness practices so that it's not at a dire strait where it's like, oh, I'm in reaction. I have to like, you know, stop everything and go here. If you're blending them in throughout the week, number one, you're going to be noticing how your nervous system is working. And it's almost like you're gifting these mindfulness practices to your nervous system. It wants it. It desires it. And it's basically saying to you, if you recognize what I need, I will make sure that whatever you're generating is going to be the most effective, most powerful, most aligned to your purpose, to your intention of what you're setting out for today with the relationships that you want to create, with the business that you want to generate. So it's kind of backward compared to, say, maybe what I've learned in business schools um, or in business application is partnering with my nervous system. But I want to encourage you or invite you into this possibility and see what shifts make happen for you. Um, if you're interested in learning more about partnering with your nervous system, feel free to DM me. We can always engage in a conversation. I love talking about this topic. And again, I'll add some resources into the caption so that you can also check out some of the podcasts that I love listening to that talk about the brain, that talk about the nervous system and how we incorporate it into the things that we do every day. Um, I highly recommend some of these sources because they've helped me out and I share them with my clients and I see um, the difference that it's making in their lives and in their business. 
Thanks so much for tuning in today. It's been great having you here. If you have, again, any questions, feel free to reach out to me um, or Sadie. She's right there. <laughs> um, have a good day and let me know how your nervous system is doing. Take care, everyone. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, as always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.